You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good evening, good afternoon, and good morning for everyone somewhere all over the countries, all over the world. This is Mark the Shark with, guess what, Bite of Reality, coming to you from America's Web Radio, the most authentic radio station on the planet. You know, today's show... We had talked about earlier on, there was so much material to use for today's show that it was, it would take another three or four days to get through it. So, what I'd like to do today is to begin with, those of you who are confused at some of the things that have been going on this week, those of you who are baffled, those of you who are enlightened, and those of you who are elated to see that the Democratic Party and the Republicans can't agree on what day it is, what the weather is, what time it is, and, gee, what country they represent. So let's just take a quick look about what is government. You know, let's look at what's the definition of government. Everybody says the government, the government. Well, according to Merriam-Webster's dictionary, the body of persons that constitute the governing authority of a political unit or organization such as officials comprising the governing body of a political unit. The constitutes, what does that mean, constitute? You know, some refer to the government as the executive branch of the U.S. federal government. But in essence, what is government? Government is a small group of persons who holding simultaneously the principal political executive offices of a nation or of a, of a political unit or being responsible for the direction and supervision of public affairs. You know, government. An organization, a machinery. That's what an organization is, right? An agency to which a political unit or exercises authority performs functions which is usually classified according to the distribution of power within it. But what if the distribution of power within the government is off? What if... The definition of government doesn't suffice for what's going on in today's America. What if things are out of whack? You know, I used to have a refrigerator at home. And that refrigerator used to tell me that the freezer was at 4 degrees Fahrenheit. But yet everything inside the freezer was melted. So the freezer thought it was working properly and thought everything was hunky-dory and thought all the stuff inside's running just great. But you know what? We looked at it. And a friend looked at it. And my other friend looked at it. And we all looked at it. We all looked at it. And saw, guess what, folks? It was broken. It didn't work. It thought it was working, but it's broken. So now let's look at the word tyranny. Something that we haven't heard since the revolution. Tyrannical governments, right? So, interesting enough, the word tyranny, it was first recorded between 1325 and I believe it was 1375, somewhere around there. It comes from Middle English word. Tyranny is from the old French, from the medieval Latin, tyrannies. And what did it actually mean? It meant an oppressive ruler. What it was is it's an arbitrary, unrestrained exercise of power. Despite abuse, it was an abuse of authority. The government, remember that word I discussed earlier? The government or rule of a tyrant. Absolute ruler, a state ruled by a tyrant. Or absolute ruler, oppressive or unjustly severe government on the part of any ruler. 
any ruler. The undue severity, the hoarseness, the cruelty, harshness of an act, and an arbitrary, oppressive, and tyrannical action. So, let's look at it. What do we have now? We have, we can define crazy. If you look it up, you'll probably find some of our elected officials currently with their pictures next to that definition. But a government is supposed to be directing the people to that happy place. You know, we all talk about the liberty that we want to have, the pursuit of happiness. But who defines happiness? Is it your government? You know who defines happiness by government? North Korea. If you're not happy, you're dead. China. You're not happy, you disappear. You object to something, you disappear. Interestingly enough, COVID never appeared in North Korea. They had one case, according to the official report. So what are we to think? Maybe we should have let our tyrannical government deal with COVID because they're doing such a great job now. What is it? 11,000, 12,000, 15,000? Oh, wait, that's illegal migrants. Hold on. I was getting those numbers confused for a second. But we have to look at our government. We have to say, is the government working? What's the function of our government? Okay. It's to keep America running. To give America direction. And where do they get that advice and consent from? From we the people. Remember that Constitution? We the people govern ourselves. Can we stop for a second and listen to that? We the people govern ourselves. We are not governed by the government. This is not North Korea. This is not China. This is not Iran. This is America. You know that shining hill? You know that shining star, the place where everybody wants to come to? So what are we doing here? How did we get here? You know, we elected people to run this country, and there's roughly 585 of them, and they're supposed to be running it, but not running it into the ground. This is currently what's going on. We have an executive branch. Um, Joe Biden, or the person who's running Joe Biden, we're not sure. I, possibilities, anybody, you got to check to see where the strings go and where that earpiece resolves. Then we have our Congress, who is supposed to be our kind of direct representatives. In other words, what do we want? We send the people who we think are going to represent us best. And then we have our senators, a little higher up on the scale of people who are running the government. But you have a situation now where our government doesn't care what you think. You know, there are Republicans and there are Democrats. Republicans have their caucuses, left-wing, right-wing, or the Republican Party, moderates. And the Democrats have the same three kind of branches, right, left, and center. Although, if they go any further left, they'll fall off the map. But that's another situation. And you got to wonder, why are we involved in this right now? What happened? What really happened here? Was Donald Trump such a horrible guy? Was he doing so bad for the country? 
What did he do to become the most hated man on this planet? Well, let's take a look closely. Our government stood up for ourselves, and for the first time in many, many years, we said, America first. Well, most people would say, that's elitist. That's ridiculous. How could you say that? America should be first. You live in America, don't you? Why shouldn't America be first? You know, simple things that we should have been doing here in this country. Do we take care of our people? Do we treat our people fairly? Do we give our people enough substance to be able to be and enjoy the American freedoms that we so hard fought everywhere else on this planet? We, America is the most amazing country I've ever seen. We will go all over the world and fight for everybody else, protect everyone else's borders. But we don't do it here in this country. You ever wonder why? You know, I was talking to some friends of mine the other day, and they were telling me, how is it so possible? How is it so amazing that we, as a country, got so ridiculously off track? And the answer is very simple. We never got off track. This is the track they wanted. This is the track that the governing party, once they got in, said, we're going to do this. We don't care what they want. We don't really care. When the government doesn't care what you want, I'll ask you, is that a problem for you? It is a problem for me. My government no longer cares about me. They're more interested in taking care of other people than our people. I'm sorry. We spent $2 trillion in Afghanistan. Take a look and tell me whether or not your school needs anything. Do you think your school could do something with $2 trillion? Do you think any school could do something for $2 trillion? What do you think? Now, let's not even talk about, you know, we, we go back and forth with our, the, the biggest, hottest thing right now that I'm listening to is, they're talking about trillions of dollars, trillions, trillions of dollars to spend. So some fuzzy math, some accounting tricks, where some of these programs that they put in now, like for free health care, free health care. Did you know in this bill, did you know in this bill that there's free health care for illegal aliens? I pay $1,100 a month for health care. And they're giving it to people who haven't paid a dime to this country, ever. Not contributed to this country in any manner. And don't get me wrong. I'm all for illegal immigration. In fact, you want to raise the limit of legal immigration? Not a problem. Illegal immigration? That's a problem. Why is it a problem? Well, let's look at it. They had... Oh, roughly 14,000, 15,000 people at the border underneath the International Bridge. And I believe it was Fox News who had their drone flying around. And they were showing pictures of this. It looked like a shanty town out of some third world country. This was America that we were viewing from the air. So you know what the federal government did? You know what our government did? The FAA. Federal Aeronautics Administration, you know what they did? 
they put in what's called a TFR, a temporary flight restriction. And why do you think they did that? Holy moly, somebody was reporting the news. They were reporting the facts. You know, the reality of the situation. Well, we can't have the reality of the situation being broadcast on national news. You can't do that. That's crazy. So what did they do? They said, sorry, you can't fly your drone here anymore because of a security issue. So we looked at that and we said, hmm, that doesn't look right to me. And you know why it didn't look right to you? Because it wasn't right. But it didn't matter. It didn't matter to the Biden administration. You think somebody at the FAA just decided, hey, that's a great idea. No, I'm betting they got a call from the old White House there, and they said, shut that down. Shut that down because they're telling you the truth. And you can't have the truth out there, can you? No, you can't. Because the truth is what is going to be the downfall of the administration. They don't want the truth. What do they want? They want talking points. What are talking points? They must send out a fax or an email through a secure channel every morning to people like Joy Behar, CNN, MSNBC, all these little mainstream media companies that go out and they produce the Biden administration talking points. And they say, don't pay attention to anything that you're looking at. It's a lie. Are you going to believe me or your lying eyes? I'm the Biden administration. We know what we're doing. Oh, you know what? They do know what they're doing. And uh, Dave, if you want to take that break now, I'll tell them after the break. You got it. That sound like a good idea? Hello, my name is Rick White, and I'm the director of the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. I want to encourage all Georgia veterans to consider being nominated to the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. And if you are a Georgia veteran, then the definition of a Georgia veteran is either you were born in the state of Georgia, or you've lived here 10 years, or you were raised your right hand and joined the military in this state, you are considered a Georgia veteran. For further information, go to www.gmbhof.org, or you can contact me at 678-427-0915. We'd love to have your nomination for the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. My name is Kyle Hayes, a motorsports student at Alfred State College. Every year, Alfred State students compete in the Great Race, which is a cross-country time-endurance rally for vintage vehicles. As you can imagine, it's pretty costly. I'm asking for your help. Your donation can make it possible for these students to live their passion and promote the vintage automobile industry. Please visit our site at give.alfredstate.edu and search Great Race to learn more and help us reach our goal. Thank you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hey, we're back now. So we were were talking about a whole bunch of different items. And, you know, we got got kind of stuck up, and literally by our government, we got stuck up. (laughs) We're trying to pass this bill. And... You know, what's interesting is for months I've been trying to find the legislative proposals online. And apparently this bill has been growing, growing, growing somewhere around 2,400 pages now. And 
our, our government is trying to lead us into a place where I don't even think we have a clue as to what tragedy. It's like watching one of those uh, Greek tragedies unfold. And what I see here is they're not caring what we're saying. They're not caring what's going on in the real world. And some of that is demonstrated by, you know, Biden's appointees. I mean, he's got guys in there right now who they're looking at things from, you know, basically from a classroom standpoint. We kind of saw how the classroom standpoint and point of view really went down. You know, I talked about last week when the rubber meets the road, when you take the ideology of, you know, a textbook and you put it into the real world. A textbook you can make perfect. You can make it the way you want it. You can define the outcome. You can define how the actors react. You know what we found out? Guess what? You can't do that in real life. And you ask, what, well, what do you mean you can't define what happens? Well, let's take a look at, and I'm, I'm going to jump over to Afghanistan for a little bit because that was on my mind a lot. I watched a bunch of the hearings this week, and you want to talk about the Chinese government sitting down and having a party. Oh, my God. They must have been sitting there drinking sake all day long. I know sake's Japanese, though. But they, they probably drink a Chinese rice wine. They were sitting there laughing their butts off. They were sitting there going, Biden, he destroy America. We not even shoot fight. We not even fire something. Don't take that the wrong way. That's not the accent. But what is China doing? They're not doing anything. They're just letting Biden bury us. Biden is taking us down. And is it Biden only? No, it's not Biden only. You know, I watched the, the, the three, you know, Larry, Moe, and Curly up on the hill. And I watched General Miller. He was the ground forces commander in Afghanistan. And I watched General Milley. Uh, he claims to be the chief, you know, joint chief of staff. Chairman of the joint chief of staff actually is his term or his title. Um, Well-decorated military guy. Term, you know, political hack. And then you have Austin. He's the Secretary of Defense. I'm not sure whether they're defending us or China. And I'm wondering, they represent the commander, the people who are supposed to be giving the advice to the president. Now, what really came out, and, and Dave, I'm sure you know this one, Biden came out last week and he said, in his ABC, what is it, George Stephanopoulos interview. And if you don't believe me, I'll tell you like Victor always tells you, if you don't believe me, go look it up. This is what Biden said. None of my generals told me, none of my advisors told me to leave any residual forces. And then he went on to say something that was really in opposition to what everybody else said. None of them told them to leave that 2,500s. 2,500 troops. So you had General Milley up there, Joint Chief, and he kind of, he stuck his foot in his mouth several times, and we can get into that a little further. But he kind of testified that I'm not going to talk about conversations with the president, well, except if it's in the Woodward book. You know, he's not going to talk about conversation. Oh, okay. 
But he kind of said, you know, my personal opinion was 2,500 was sufficient. And then you had Miller. He testified, hey, 2,500 was always my recommendation, but I'm not going to tell you what I told the president. Okay. And then you had Austin, who certainly they must have directed him how to find Capitol Hill because he didn't look like he could be there. He kind of, in, in the cloud of the haze, said, yeah, my opinion was 2,500, but that was only my opinion. And, uh, you know, my opinion was, and this was the phrase they used, which I loved. They delivered their advice. Their, device, their, their advice was received. You know, I'm on a, a, you know, for those of you, and I'll date myself now, on a CB radio. And I send out a question. Now, I don't know if it was received because I sent it out. But did anyone else receive it? You have to have an acknowledgement that it was received. But they couldn't talk about that, right? They couldn't tell you. Because, again, stay away from the truth. You know, they prepped for the hearing. Don't say anything about the truth. That was the preparation. Don't say anything about the truth. You know, when they asked Millie, I could not believe what I was hearing out of this guy's mouth. It was absolutely incredible where he would turn around and he would tell you something completely different than what you already do. You know, I think that the greatest term he ever used, and, and words mean stuff. Words mean things. You know, Democrats in Washington speak, you know, infrastructure. Infrastructure became a catch-all phrase for anything in the planet that you could possibly do. Human infrastructure. Really? Come on. Give me a break. Infrastructure, roads, bridges, tunnels. Human infrastructure. Give me a break. You know, they think America is stupid. They think America is dumb. They think that we don't use our brains. And why is that? Because they told us how to think. They told you not to use your brain. They told you don't listen to what we're telling you. Do what we say. Don't listen. Just do it. So they talked a lot about how it was a success and Afghanistan being a success. I mean, I kind of, when I heard that, I, I, you know, my iced tea almost came out my nose. Because we look at something objectively. You know, it's like going into the hospital, you're sitting in the waiting room, you're waiting for your family member to come out of the operating room, and the doctor comes out and goes, hey, everything's great. Operation was a complete success. And you're all like, wow, that's fantastic. Uh, yeah, but he's dead. A success to me means it worked. It doesn't mean... Tuesday between 110 and 115, everything was great. It's a success. But the other 11 days, the other 14 days, the other 15 days, it was a failure. But I'm considering this a win. You can't do that. But yet they tell you this. If they say it, then they put it on the broadcast news, and people go, well, Afghanistan was a great success. It was a strategic success. Are you kidding me? A strategic success? No. What happened was our brave men and women, uh, uh, women for 20 years fought their butts off to keep our country safe. That's what they did. And then when the idiots in charge decided to take control and try to get us out of there because 
our bona fide dictator decided we're out, and I don't care. You know, you ask any military demand, and I'm sure, Dave, you know this. You ask any military guy, any strategist. You ask General Jack Keene. Set a date for a withdrawal. How's that idea work? That is the worst idea in the world. And, you know, I'm so tired of hearing it, that Trump got us into this deal and we couldn't get out of it. Are you kidding me? Come on. What couldn't you get out of? You trashed the border. You trashed the economy. You couldn't do anything in the Taliban country except do what the Doha Agreement was. And you know what? If they read the Doha Agreement, it said conditions-based withdrawal. Guess what? Trump didn't leave Afghanistan because of what? Because, first of all, you had 2,500 guys in there, okay, 25 force protection, which kept that entire country under control. You didn't have people flying all over the place, cutting heads off, cutting limbs off. You didn't have total chaos. You didn't have 13 Marines dead. You didn't have an airlift that was, like, worse than the, the chicken coop that got opened. You know, it, it just, it, to me... This entire concept of this government is flawed. The government is falling apart. We're watching it, and we're saying there, well, it's working great. No, it's not working great. Mark, go, I, I, yes. I, I got to ask, out of the people that you watched the other day, who's getting punished? Oh, well, that's, that's what I was getting to. Oh, okay, I'm there's, sorry. There's, there's, yeah, there's one guy who's getting punished. There's one guy who's getting punished right now. It's the only guy who is actually paid anything in accountability for this entire debacle, this destructive withdrawal from stupid, stupid wars that we get ourselves into. Okay? And you know who that was? That was Lieutenant Colonel Scheller. Okay? And for those of you who don't know who he is, that's a sad state of American affairs. If you don't know who Lieutenant Colonel Scheller is, you should call yourself an un-American, not an American. This brave soldier decided to post something and said, who is going to be accountable for this mess? This was done wrong. This was completely idiotic. He fired off that criticism. And you know what they did? This is our government, okay? Think about this for a second. The American government, your military they turned around and they slammed him into the brig. They put a gag order on him. This is absolutely absurd. You know, there are things in this country that go wrong and you say, okay, there's a difference of opinion here. Somebody did something. All right, I understand what they did. This is absolutely North Korea on steroids. This is the most this is the most official blunder that I have ever seen, and I want to know who set this up. I want to know who did this. They call this uh, Lieutenant Scheller. They're calling it pre-trial confinement in the regional brig, Marine Corps installation over at uh, I think it's uh, aboard Marine Corps Base Lejeune. Okay, pending an Article Thirty Two preliminary hearing. My problem with this is, when do we before, this is the same thing that we do when the Democrats, when, when, when Brett Kavanaugh was going for the Supreme Court, the same kind of crap they pulled, convicted before even hearing the evidence. That's what we're
time for our break. We'll yes, be back sir. after this commercial. Hello, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Have you ever wondered what doctors talk about amongst themselves? If you do, join us on the Doctor's Lounge and hear the doctor's conversations amongst themselves. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schertz, every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. Hi, this is Rocky Blair, former four-time Super Bowl champion with the Pittsburgh Steelers and Vietnam veteran. As a board member, I'd like to talk to you about Warriors to Citizen, a nonprofit organization that helps American heroes, soldiers, police, fire, EMT, and their families recover from the psychological harm caused by career-induced stress. Over the last 20 years, broken relationships have been a major causal factor for the highest document divorce rate and resulting suicides in this population. This program, from Warriors to Citizen, is delivered free to families by professionals, all whom served in uniform and understand the needs to be addressed. I ask for your support. So please, go to our website, warriorstocitizen.org, and find out how you can help, either by making a donation or sharing this information with an American hero that you may know. And thank you. Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good afternoon again. Good afternoon, good afternoon, and good morning, good evening all around the world to America's Web Radio and Bite of Reality with your host, Mark the Shark. So, before the break, we were talking about Lieutenant Colonel Scheller. Now, it's interesting. He got in trouble for a post on Facebook. You know, the social media giant that controls the country along with Google. And we'll look at this in... You, you basically have to look in, and I was looking at some of the stuff that was up there. He said, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Well, my God, that should get him court-martialed right away. You know? That's, that's the sanctimonious, oh my God, words. You know? How could you possibly say those words in public? Well, then he went on to say that to the trolls who are trying to divide us, we are smarter than you realize. The Founding Fathers wanted a marketplace of ideas. They assumed we would be smart enough to think through all the noise. We believe the very place where you try to divide us will be the place we unite. How's that going? You know, I got to give him a hand. And I got to give him a hand because he is a guy who stands on principle. So he apparently is 17 years in the military. And he now faces the possible loss of his pension. After 17 years of being a fighting force for this country, this is how we repay him. Shut up or we'll take away your living. We'll take away your life. You know? Kim Jong-un, the playbook. You know, Xi Jinping, the playbook. It, it, obviously, we're studying Chinese culture. Because we're taking over this country by our government. You know, and what really infuriates me, and, I, and I'm sorry, you know, I'm, I'm one of the registered idiots in this country who votes for the party. And 
I look at the people who we send there, and I wonder, you have zero power to do anything intelligent. I don't know if we send idiots to Washington or when they get to Washington, they become idiots and morons. You know, they sent a letter, okay, a bunch of representatives. Ooh, they sent a letter to the Secretary of the Navy. And they said, well, what are the charges? What articles of the Uniform Code of Military Justice were they charged under? And what is, this is the key. What is the justification as to why Lieutenant Colonel Scheller is in pre-trial confinement with a gag order? Okay, think about that for a second. They took this guy out of circulation to do what? To prevent him from being harmed to the United States? No, to shut him up like they want to do everybody else. They want to shut you up, America. You know, they better learn and they better understand that only half of America voted for the current administration. And that doesn't give you a mandate to walk all over our God-given rights and our rights under the Constitution and our rights under the Bill of Rights. Whatever happened to innocent until proven guilty? You know, this is not Tehran. This is, this is America. When you start doing things like this and nobody, nobody steps in immediately... This guy has been in confinement for over a week. This is tragic. And why it's not getting press in front of your faces every single day is beyond me. This is the problem with this country currently. This is the problem with our government. They tell you what you want to hear, not what's really going on. It, there's no opportunity here to have a discussion. Because... There is no discussion anymore. We don't discuss things in this country. What do we do? We cancel you. We don't like you, we cancel you. Okay? How do you argue with someone? You don't argue with them because they're wrong. That's not the way to run a government. You know, and I was talking about this earlier with a friend of mine. You know, we have people wondering why China's taken over the world and why China is just running what do they call it, rickshaw over Biden administration policies and pretty much everything else he's trying to do. There's two, there's two concepts I have here. One is they bought and paid for Biden already. Hunter Biden's already got his money. And for the big guy, he's got that stashed away. He's hanging on to that, which is, you know, is it illegal? You know what? If me and you did it, Dave, we'd all be in jail. But because it's the Biden business, it's okay. But so we didn't do anything with China. But you know what? Here's what something else that we're missing here. Remember that guy John Kerry, that idiot, Mister Climate Accord, Mister We Have to Save the Planet, as he flies around in his private jet because he's too good for commercial flights, and he's too good to put his mask on because he's an elite. Elites don't get the coronavirus. Only the rest of us plebes. So, John Kerry is desperate. When I say desperate, there's, there's desperation and there's beyond desperation. He's beyond desperation. He wants the climate change. He wants China into a climate accord. And what is he willing to give up? He's willing to give up anything. You know, when we send idiots to do negotiations, you get idiot results. You don't send an Einstein to get an idiot. You 
send an idiot to get an Einstein result, right? No, that's not what we do in this country. So we send John Kerry over there. He's about as clueless as the next character, our NSA director. He kind of, you, you sit him with Mo, Larry, and Curly, Millie, uh, Miller, and Austin, and you sit him together, and, and you've got the four of the most clueless people running part of this government that I have ever, ever in my lifetime seen. And it is pretty sad that we put these guys up there. You know, here's the dumbest thing that we're really looking at in terms of that climate, and then I'll jump off of that, is even if he gets an agreement, gives up the rest of America, okay, now they're looking to get rid of the tariffs that Trump put on. So our American goods are going to be ridiculously overseas. Yeah, I mean, why don't we just say, you know what, why doesn't all of our business just head over to China now, save the, save the rush? You know, just like China told Taiwan, you should buy a mail-order Chinese flag now and save time. That's coming, too. So what makes these idiots think that China's going to abide by any climate accord agreement that they make with the United States? You know, we can bury ourselves. We don't need China's help. We we have idiots running this government right now, and I don't even know if they're running it. I haven't figured out who's behind the scenes pulling the strings, but I'm looking. You know, you have other portions of this government getting off of Kerry for a second because, you know what, the only thing to come out of him is Heinz Ketchup from his wife, and if you like it, it's great stuff. But as far as him, I wouldn't trust him as far as I could throw him. He has no clue how to negotiate anything. But then we look at, let's look at our Secretary of Education. You know, there's this big thing now that's pushing the country about education and how it's failed our kids. Remember, the Republicans are for trying to fix the schools. And one of the, one of the things that they were trying to push was these charter schools. Now, what does that do? You know, in a capitalist system, when there's competition, that means you have to become better. You have to become better than your competition, or guess what? You're going to lose. But in, in, our, in basically in a dictatorship, you don't need to be better than anybody because you control everything. You can do whatever you want. You have absolute power. And our public schools have been like that. Look at the inner cities, mostly run by Democrats. Look at the inner city schools. You think they're failing us? They're worse than failing us. Our kids are idiots. They can't do simple math. You go into a grocery store... And the bill comes out to, let's say, you know, 1891, and you give them $21, they're basically literally almost trying to write it down and figure out how to figure it out because they rang in that you were going to give them 20 already. Or if you give them a, a 40 or, or, or two 20s, they're lost. We have nothing in our public schools that is working correctly. So now the parents decided, and the one good thing I think to come out of this is that during COVID, parents actually began to see what a disaster our educational system has become in this country. How we failed our students and how we failed America. You know, we used to have elite. We used to have students who, when they excelled, we found something to put them into excel. When they were doing fantastic, we put them into advanced placement courses. Now, they want to do away with all that. They want to take that away from you. So, some of the Republicans have come up with these charter schools. 
And why is that important? The charter school is going to push the public schools to a higher learning. Because what they want to do is that fund that was supposed to go into the public schools that for years and years and years, decades, has been wasted. Obviously, the kids aren't getting smarter. They're falling behind in every sense of the matter on any testing. And listen, I'm not a big fan of tests. A lot of pressure on kids. But guess what? The real world, you don't get a participation trophy for just being there at work. If you don't perform, guess what? You're not going to be there too much. So the education secretary says he believes the government should tell you what your kids need to learn and that parents should not be and run the education system. Now, let that sink in for a second. And how does that tie back into Lieutenant Colonel Shella? Right? This is the same concept. Shut up. We know what we're doing. Don't tell us how to run things. You know, Lieutenant Colonel Shella spoke up. He did what his his right to do. Okay? He didn't breach anything. He didn't do what General Milley did, call the Chinese and say, hey, you know what, I'm going to give you a heads up if anybody's looking to attack you. If that's not treason, then you know what, toss in my American card. I'm going to become an illegal alien, give me everything for free, and I can cross back and forth to Mexico without charge. It's a beautiful thing. And by the way, when I get into Texas, I want to be sent back to New York via your plane. And don't even talk to me about vaccines. So, you know... The, the big thing this week, again, was the budget. And, we're, you know, we're jumping around a little bit here today because there's so much to cover. I mean, our, our government is completely out of control. That we're looking at an infrastructure bill. And, you know what, it sounds like a great idea. This was the first they quoted the bipartisan bill, $1.5 trillion infrastructure deal. You know, you could do the math. 350 million people, roughly $1.5 trillion. That's a couple thousand per person. Per person, not per family, per person. That's including your kids. So let's tack a little bit of that on to what we've got now. What are we at, 20 trillion? I don't even want to look at the debt clock. It moves faster every day. So what is underneath this? All right, so the 1.5 trillion, it's, it's fairly simple. They're looking at some of the good stuff to do. But... Interestingly enough, in that $1.5 trillion was the payback to the union support for the Democrats. Uh, because all of the infrastructure jobs, and I encourage you to go read the bill if you have nothing to do, all of the jobs generated by this must be union jobs. There's your payback. There you go. You know what? Who says it doesn't pay to buy off your senator or your congressman? Certainly it does. The unions know that. So now we have, we, we look at this stuff and we say, okay, you know, you look at things that people do for, what are we doing? And I always ask you, what is our government doing? So you wonder why the unions donate? They got paid back here. They got union jobs. Every job under this plan must be a union job. How, how amazing is that? That's pretty funky, you know? When you do something like this, you put it on the people. It's on the people. Break. So now they want to turn around and they now want to bang the people out. And I'll tell you after the break. If you want to take the break now, Dave. Sure.
Hello, my name is Rick White, and I'm the director of the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. I want to encourage all Georgia veterans to consider being nominated to the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. And if you are a Georgia veteran, then the definition of a Georgia veteran is either you were born in the state of Georgia, or you've lived here 10 years, or you were raised to right hand and joined the military in this state, you are considered a Georgia veteran. For further information, go to www.gmbhof.org, or you can contact me at 678-427-0915. We'd love to have your nomination for the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. Thank you so much. Hey folks, this is Victor with the On Point with Victor show. Make sure you listen every Tuesday 1 to 2, only right here on America's Web Radio, the On Point with Victor show. Remember folks, I'm not angry, I'm just right. And you can find out why every Tuesday from 1 to 2, the On Point with Victor show, only right here on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back at Bite of Reality with your host, Mark the Shark, on America's Web Radio, the most eclectic, interesting, and truthful radio station on the planet. So prior to the break, we were discussing this little $1.5 trillion debt on top of some more debt that America's going to never pay back. But that's okay. We always think we will. And we can keep printing it. So... We look at this, and, you know, they, they do this $1.5 trillion, they take care of their unions, and, you know, that's how the elites stay in power. If you give back, you get back. So it's one of the two. But now we talked about what was very interesting in, in some of what I saw in, in the 3.5, <laughs> just think about that, $3.5 trillion more they want to spend. Um, that's roughly $10,000 per person, per child, per individual, per breathing individual. So they want to do this. So some of these things that are in there, it's a 2,400-page bill, and they want to tell you that they've read it completely. Brought to you by the same person, Nancy Pelosi, who said you have to pass the bill in order to know what's in it. It, it just... Take that in for a second. Just close your eyes and say, you have to pass the bill in order to know what's in it. I'm sorry. Should you not have read the bill before you voted on it? Oh, that's not government, is it? Should you not know what's in the bill before you vote on it? (laughs) Come on. Folks, let's not be ridiculous. You want to know what's in the bill before you vote on it? Is that America? Well, it used to be. So we look at this and we say... Everybody on the right side is saying, are you out of your mind? And everybody except for two people on the left side are saying, go for it. Let's do it. We want it all. Eventually, this country will collapse, and then we'll be able to build it back the way we want. You know, when he says build back better, he just wants to just put that in, that little caveat is, once it collapses, we're going to build it in our image. Because that's pretty much what they're looking for. You know, we the people, we sent these guys to the United States Senate, to the Congress, to represent us in our interest, not in their interest. You know, but Dave, I wanted to jump back for a second. I, I, was, I, I was remiss at this point. I want to talk a little bit more about General Milley. And, you know, Mo, Mo Larry, and Curley when they were testifying. And one of the, I, I thought, and one of the most glossed over things in this whole hearing was very interesting. You know, we know for a fact reality that Kabul fell August 15th and they were trying to elicit testimony from Millie 
from Miller and Austin, that in fact the Taliban, and, and, and I can't, I mean the words just, when they come out, they just sound ridiculous. The Taliban said to America, if you'd like to keep Kabul while you get out, we have no problem with that. You want to stay in control of Kabul. And somehow or another, our idiot on the ground and our idiots in charge told the Taliban, nah, you know what, we'd rather have you do the security. Yeah, that worked out really well. Tell the 13 people that you killed how well that worked out. You know, I heard that and I'm saying this is the dumbest thing that they've done. And no, it's not the dumbest thing they've done. So when Kabul falls on August 15th, Millie testified, get this, that his advice on whether or not they should pull out of Kabul was first sought by Biden on the 25th. Yeah, now, I didn't get the numbers wrong, folks. Kabul falls the 15th of August. Biden goes back to Millie on the 25th of August. That's 10 days after it's done. He seeks his advice on Kabul. I mean, you want to talk about a more out-of-touch administration. I don't, I, don't, I don't think there's something on the planet that is so bizarre. Ten days after it falls, gee, do you think we should keep it? We put the idiots in charge. We really did. We put the idiots in charge. So you know what? Ultimately, the blame's on us. We got midterms coming up if we survive that long. And you just better think about that. So... Now, you know, when I, when I go back to Lieutenant Scheller, I, I really hope that our government, and I, when I mean our government, I, I'm certain no Democrat's going to step up, and I'd be very surprised. But this is time to demand things. This is not time to send letters, folks. This guy is sitting in solitary confinement in the brig. This is outrageous. This is a travesty of American justice. That the government would allow this to go on for more than an hour is absurd. I just, I completely failed to understand. Biden should have immediately issued one of his pen and paper executive orders to have him released. Is he that out of touch with reality, Biden? How is the, how are they holding this guy in the brig under a gag order? This is America, people. This is outrageous. I sat there and I watched this being reported and I said, this cannot possibly be going on here. This is North Korea going on. This is the style that they do. You don't like what we say, you're dead. You don't like what we say, we take you out of circulation. And then you disappear. Where's the opposition to this? Stop writing letters. Start doing stuff. Start doing stuff that makes sense. You know, America has a choice. We have a real serious choice coming up in the next couple of months. You know, we have... Macaulay, or McAuliffe, I believe it is, in Virginia, governor's race. He's of the opinion, like the Secretary of uh, Education, that parents shouldn't tell school districts what to do. The school district should tell the parents what they're going to teach. Folks, you know, if you want to give up your country, if you want to give up your entire existence, if you want the government to tell you when, where, how to do your day, when, where, how to go to the bathroom, when, where, how to wipe your butt, let's keep going this way, okay? This country is at a pivotal point here. We cannot continue on the existence of nonsense in government. 
Afghanistan was a travesty. It was a disaster. No one will ever be held accountable for that, except for apparently Lieutenant Scheller, who opposed the handling of it. You can't oppose the idiots in charge, because they'll just shut you up. You know, what I can tell you here is, an unrestrained government is a tyrannical government, and that's where we're going. We've been in this tyranny for nine months now. When are you going to understand that this government is overthrowing the people? The people aren't overthrowing the government here. The government is overthrowing the people. They don't care what you want. Ask yourselves, when's the last time anybody did what you thought was right in the government? The government is now overthrowing the people. I heard Nancy Pelosi the other day say, we have to, we have to push for the Obama's Build Back Better plan. You have people in government who don't even know who the president is, and you're asking them to run this country? People, we need to get up off our couches. We need to get out of our houses, and we need to start doing things that are going to change. If you continue to be compliant, if you continue to be obsessed with, let them do it, i got enough to worry about, you won't have anything to worry about. Because the tragedy that's going on now, the blunders that are happening now are going to affect you, your grandchildren, and their grandchildren. This country is going to be destroyed. We need to wake up. We need to, you know, you, you talk about the woke. Well, wake up. You know, you cannot do what we're doing right now. Yeah, the idiot in charge, Mayorkas, of our, gosh, our policies at the border, and I, and I hesitate to call it a border, because it's not even close to a border. It's more of like a, a river running through Mexico and northern Mexico, now known as Texas. Yes, I know they were once one. And I think the Biden administration is pushing to put them back together. But they had 200,000 encounters in August. And see, we call them encounters now. And Mallorca said they are preparing for 400,000. Could someone please tell this knucklehead, call your congressman, call your senator, could someone please tell this idiot Mayorkas, he's lying to you. He understands what's going on. He understands how this is a flawed policy. We had Obama the other day. I heard an interview with him, and he said, it's unsustainable. My response to that is, duh. You're taking in 400 illegal aliens into this country. You are providing them with airplane tickets. You are providing them with airline bus tickets all over the United States. Oh, and hold on a second. Let me mention the pandemic because I forgot that today. We're still in a pandemic, right? I walk into the supermarket, you got to wear your mask. Huh? You walk in anywhere, you got to wear your mask. To go into New York City, to eat, you got to wear a mask or you can't get in. No, I'm kidding. But they took 14,000. People at the border who illegally crossed into this country dispersed them throughout the United States without even testing them, without even vaccinating them. You know what? I'll tell you, I'm a, I'm a, I didn't want to mention it because I wanted to kind of see where it lands, but we're, we're going medieval here, folks. You're telling me as an American citizen, I got to be vaccinated to have a job. I got to be vaccinated to be a healthcare employer. I got to be vaccinated to be on a police force. I gotta be vaccinated to be on a government in a in a city. But yet you just let fourteen thousand people into this country without giving them a vaccination. 
you know what? Why doesn't one of these idiots, either the Republicans or the Democrats, get together and say, you know what? We're in a freaking pandemic, people. Why don't we do something? Hey, here's an idea. All these people who are coming in with God knows how many... I heard measles is making a comeback now in that population. Hey, you, in order to come into this country, to be into the process, as he keeps calling it, and if he says that word one more time, I'm going to kick my television over. A process. You know what the process is? We're sending people all over the country without being vaccinated. When you tell me in order to get into this country, you need to be vaccinated, then come talk to me about getting me to force me to vaccinate. Okay? Don't tell me before you do that that I got to be vaccinated. Now, I will, in a full disclosure, I was vaccinated. You know why? Because I did the research. And based on what I thought personally, hey, if the vaccine kills me, my problems are over. I don't have to worry about the tyrannical government anymore. But so far, a little bit of side effects, but I'm still here. All right. So you don't tell me there's a pandemic going on if you're going to let everybody else into this country without getting vaccinated. Don't tell any American citizen they need to be vaccinated. Don't force them to do that. This is not North. And I keep going back to North Korea and China because I feel like we're getting there. You know, arbitrary, unrestrained government is tyrannical government. And we need to really start getting off our couches and start getting organized. The, the conservatives of this country better take back this country. You know, whether you're a Trump fan or not a Trump fan, it doesn't matter. Right is right. When you're taking away your rights and you're taking away your country, it doesn't matter whether you're a Democrat or Republican. You better wake up. And I'm not talking about woke where you want the government to tell you everything to do. I'm talking about we the people, back to the freedom-loving Americans we are. Mark, you know, I, I know it, it may not be too late, but it's getting there. Mark? It is getting there. Yes, sir. I, I've, I've got a terrorist that has come into the studio and wanted to say a word to you. Ah, <laughs> And I don't know. On I don't know what word he's going to say to you, but uh, it is sort of scary that he just busted into the studio and said, "I want to talk to that shark." It, it's kind of like cross running across the border. I have stormed America's web radio. Well, you mentioned you mentioned running across the border and all the illegals, Mark. So I thought, well, hell, I got some Mexican blood. I should pipe in here. <laughs> there you go. Come on board. <laughs> And I'm armed with a leaf blower. <laughs> there you go. Oh, that hurts. That hurts. Oh, man. It, it's, wait, let's just, for the purposes of the PC crowd, that's one of the choices that you had. You could have also had the weed whacker. Absolutely. Could have had the weed whacker. Could have, had a, could have rolled up with a cement mixer. <laughs> you name it. So Even a lawnmower. Do we have the word of the day? <laughs> I, I thought Weed Whacker pretty well summed it up. <laughs> That's even better. You know, if they wanted to stone the people of America, they're certainly doing a great job letting all the fentanyl in while we're trying to deal with illegal aliens. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to say I've given up, but i got to tell you, we're getting real close to that time when people might as well stick a fork in America because it's done. That flushing noise you hear, it's America going down the toilet. Well, Mark, I wanted to, just from the On Point with Victor show, I wanted to tell you, you're doing an awesome job. Love your show. It's great. And we got to go. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.